It's the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show, where the bookies get on. Last week on the Mikey Bet Show. I've always had this odd thing where I've always wanted, um, you're not Ray Romano. What's the other? What's the brother? Robert. I've always wanted him to do the Jeopardy show. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why, but I've always wanted him to do that. That would be cool. Come here. Let me tell you about it. He's got such a deep voice. Hey. Hey, Ray. No, no, I'm doing it. I like to help out around the house as much as I can. Welcome to the Jeopardy show. I don't know. I think if uh, producers are looking with the, for uh, Ray Romano's TV brothers, Aaron Rodgers, probably gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. But I don't know. Yo, saddle up, lock and load. All right, well, so I guess our uh, our hopes of having uh, Robert Barone as Jeopardy are puns to none. He's probably, probably at the very bottom of whatever list is being compiled right now, that's for sure. Well, he's at the top of my list of trying to be on the Mikey Betts show. Well, now we know, now we know what to shoot for. Speaking of guests on the Mikey Betts show, though, Tell us about what we got upcoming for the month of May. I know you're pretty excited about uh, a lot of these interviews you've been lining up. Well, so we started off the the month of May with uh, Sylvie, Mark Silverman. Mm -hmm. And then uh, that was a great interview. I love Sylvie. He's a great guy. Um, And we move on to this week. This week, our guest is uh, Joey uh, Ganiscoli. What do you think of him, Chris? We also have Frank Tank on. Oh yeah, Frankie. That's that's our guy. Barstool Sports very own Frank the Tank. But yeah, Joe from uh, Sopranos. What did we think of him? It was uh, it was it was something for sure. I kind of got the vibe he didn't want to he didn't want much to do with us. But maybe that's I, I, just what we were picking up. I I don't think it's what we were putting uh, putting down. You know, like or I guess picking up. He. Uh, he just didn't want to be there. You know, and I got that warning a lot from a lot of people on a lot of uh, Sopranos fan groups that he was a kind of a, you know, cut guy, dry guy. But Well, and it's specifically about a it's a role that he's played before. Um, yeah. You know, I'm sure he's – I don't want to say he's taking questions that he's taken before on a role that he's, you know, most famously – known for so i'm sure it gets repetitive to him but at the same time it's the reason he's famous people know you right right hey you know hey what's going on mikey you do your research kid (laughs) like bro yeah i did do your research mikey (laughs) (laughs) oh but but i mean he even alluded to it himself he said uh i wouldn't be here talking with you now if it wasn't for for that so yeah. Anyways, also, you can, you can check nice that interview him. out. It was nice to have him on. He didn't have to yeah. do that. I told him I'd send him a couple of Chicago pies, but uh, hey, he didn't even want them. 
So that's nice. So we uh, got a nice interview out of him. But yeah, Frank is on, and uh, Frank's always a good time. We uh, he was on what a couple weeks ago, Chris. I think so. Um, I know he was on for your birthday roast, but I think he was on sometime after that, if I'm not mistaken. No. Yeah, right. I think he was on the week after too. I don't know, but yeah, it's, I love having Frank on. Frank. Well, I was gonna on. say it's been nice to have him on a few times where they kind of they kind of blend a little bit, and he's almost like a. We almost feel like we know him. Well, exactly. And we're going to be hopping on, well, I'm going to be hopping on his show, but we are going to be hopping on another podcast, which is uh, the Chicago Crossover. And that is also another guest we're going to have for Chicago's Finest today. Um, AB, Anthony Beltrano, he's the host of uh, Chicago Chicago Crossover. So uh, that'll be exciting to have. He went to school with us. Good guy. Also available where you can get your podcasts. Oh, yeah, you can get it everywhere. Anywhere that you get your podcast, you can find it at Chicago Crossover. Oh, he shared the experience of uh, of balding like you, he said. He said he hasn't seen you in a few years, and the picture that he saw of you was bald. And he's like, man, I didn't know Chris went bald, too. So that's pretty cool that you guys get to share that experience. I, I told him I had to uh, to get cut up, you know. Shouts to – well, shouts out. Shout out to both of them, A, B, and B, Tap. Yeah, shout out B, Tap. Shout out A, B. Um, dude, he cut me up good because, dude, I was looking like uh, I was on my last hairs and made me look like I got some hair on the top of my head now. It faded me up, gave me a nice high fade. It's a good feeling. Um, I'm used to uh, used to Frank at a $5 haircut, but those days are, uh, those days are behind me. I, I got B, Tap now, so we're good. It's a it's a good situation to be in, Mikey. That's for sure. So about I, all of the interviews, though, Chris, I I want to say every single interview the past week, past two weeks now, we've been talking about Justin Fields to all of them. It still hasn't sank into me yet. And sorry for the for the people who are like, why is this guy pausing? I'm on the elliptical, which is a huge flex right now. But just in case you guys are like, what's wrong with this guy? Well, it's uh, you're going on a going on a trip yourself this week, so you want to look in, want to look in tip top shape. But back to the Justin Fields thing, it it still doesn't. Every time you think about it, it just like it brings a smile to it, to your face, doesn't it? It's just that kind of surreal that it was definitely not the thing I was expecting uh, after the or going into the draft. Um, to walk away with Fields after all that was said and done is just still surreal. Uh, well, just situation hasn't sunk in fully. Yeah, dude. Just think about all the times, or think about everything that we were saying before Fields got drafted. Think about everybody's job, who was on the line. Think about everything, all the Bears talk, who's uh, who's on the hot seat, who's ready to go. I'm at. I'm uh, watching TV right now at the gym. Guess who's in, uh, who's on the commercial for Jimmy John's? Oh, fucking Robert Barone. Yeah. Use uh, promo code 50 off it, uh, 50. Tony Baloney. <sighs> Tony Toya. I, I know if, if Toya listens to any podcast, it's going to be this one. Yeah, probably. Oh. Dude, big, oh, su- big Sopranos fan. 
Shout out to Toya. <laughs> Speaking of Sopranos, we uh, we might as well get into it right now. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to plug the ad, you know. Um, a lot of my listeners are from New Jersey. And uh, if you are from New Jersey, you know Sugar House Casino. Sugar House Casino is a great casino that you could place all your uh, sports bets on if you want. Uh, if you can use the promo code MikeyBets, you get a match up to $250. So you put in $250, guess what? You get $250 back. You put in $50, you get $50 back. You put in $10, you get $10 back. So, yeah, make sure you use the uh, promo code MikeyBets, and uh, you'll get an instant match bonus up to $250. And now with that being said, I would like to introduce our first guest, Sopranos actor Joe Gandiscoli. All right, guys, I'd like to introduce uh, one of my most exciting guests, one of my favorite um, characters in The Sopranos, Joey Gannascoli. Uh He played Gay Vito, a.k.a. Vito Spadafore. Um, just a great character who I think just didn't – it was weird how it worked out, but let me introduce you first before I get too excited. Uh, Joe, how you doing? Good, pal. How are you? Uh, I'm not doing too bad. I'm uh, doing a lot better talking to uh, talking to you, you know? Okay. All right. So, uh, let's see. Before you were pursuing in your, your acting career, I knew that you were, uh, you dabbled in a little bit of being a chef. How, how did you like being a, a chef and where were you a chef at? I like being a chef. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I worked in Manhattan, New Orleans for uh, many years and uh, Los Angeles and uh, at restaurants in Brooklyn. What was your favorite spot to cook and where, uh, what city, I should say? Well, New Orleans. Uh, and I was, I was young. I was 21 and uh, yeah. it was, uh, you know, the height of uh, Cajun cuisine. So that was uh, pretty cool. My cooking background is because I started in really Nouvelle cuisine in the early 80s. So I guess making sauces, I was a saucer, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, you, what made... Sorry, Mikey. I was just uh, curious about the transition from a chef to pursuing an acting career. Uh, um, well, it sort of was forced on me. I uh, had a restaurant. <clears throat> I lost a lot of money one Sunday, gambled everything away. And uh, it's a culmination of the whole year and 1990, and uh, I lost my restaurant and moved to L.A. to pursue acting. Worked so out well. Like, yeah, it worked out. Uh, one of the few times it worked out, but it did work out. What was your biggest break in acting? What what got you to your biggest break, break in your big role besides Sopranos, I should say? Um, uh, meeting Benicio Del Toro. Uh, on my first movie, he helped me uh, get a few more movies and eventually uh, meet the casting directors to The Sopranos. How was it working with James Gandolfini? Uh, well, it was you know, it was an honor to be uh, yeah, in the same room with him. He's a tremendous actor and person. And I I know that um. He, was, he had to be a great actor, obviously, with the way we've seen he was on the show. 
Um, but it, I hear that he was such a different guy than what he was on the show that that you wouldn't even notice he who he was as a personality. So it was just crazy to see him channel his inner Tony Soprano. And then when he was done, go back to being, you know, James. Uh, did yeah. you see anything like that and see any transition into that? Uh, was that hard for him? Uh, you know, I wasn't around him that much. I mean, I had scenes with them. Uh, I interacted with him and a few times uh, he came to my restaurant to meet fans, came to my wedding, but I have no really insight of what it was, you know, him day to day and preparing for a role and, or scene or something like that. I couldn't say. Well, let me ask you, how was it for you being Vito Spadafore? Um, well, let's talk about it in the later years. How has it been for you, Vito Spadafore, being a closet uh, mobster? How was that? Go- going from that and then leaving work, especially you being a Brooklyn guy. I know it c- couldn't be getting it. could be really easy going home after playing a gay actor. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? How did that go? Well, I was, you know, it's acting role. So, I mean, you didn't know how it came about, right? You did your research, Mike? You know what, like, Yes, I did, Joey. I uh, I knew that you, it was your idea. I knew exactly. that it was your idea. So I was That's prepared for it. That's fucking awesome. You know? It wasn't like they, you know, sprang it on me. And, you know, uh, it's why I'm uh, being interviewed right now. It changed my life. So Exactly, exactly. You went from going to, you know, you were not a, just a, not, not, not an extra, but you were, uh, you played That's a certain right. role and yeah. uh, you're a certain guy, you were Vito. And just but the was, brilliance that you had, that's got to be like the hustle in you, right? Yeah, and, but I was a different role the first, the first season. Yes, uh, that's when, and then uh, kind of want to go back to it. The bakery scene. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When he flipped out at, when, uh, when Chrissy flipped out at the bakery scene. Right. What about when you, when you killed, when you killed uh, Jackie Jr.? I know that had to be a good feeling too. That was a, a Pretty good role, and also uh, it got to pr- kill the pretty boy, you know. Got to hurt a lot of the ladies' feelings on the show. Yeah, that, that ended season three, and that was a big hit, and that was uh, pretty cool to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. It, it's it's crazy uh, to see where you went from season three even to season seven, it, from physically to literally. I mean, you lost so much weight in the, the, from season three to season seven. You almost look un- unrecognizable. And that was cool how they threw that in there. The Thin Club, I liked that a lot. That was that was cool how they threw that in there as well. Well, the weight loss came really around season five, no? five and six. Five mm-hmm. and six. Uh, what I made you want to season six? What made you want to start losing some weight? Well, I was always uh, you know in shape. Uh, played ball, played hockey. I was always active, and then uh, getting in the restaurant business, chef. Then my hips went, and I couldn't really uh, uh, gym, bike ride, play ball, racquetball. Um, I just slowed down and fucking uh, wasn't always in pain until I had them done. Replaced, oh. say. I, I so, it, two hip like replacements. I, same day. Wow. That's Holy incre- shit! That's incredible. <laughs> How did how did that feel? Oh yeah, well, fucking suck. It, I mean, once they did it, it was uh, pretty lengthy recovery was, too. All, all 
the time. So when they did it, I was glad it was over, and uh, that was that. Geez, speaking of hip replacements, I know it doesn't really have too much to do with it, but injuries do happen in football, so I guess I can correlate it like that. Um, I know that you are a Giants fan. You know that I'm a Bears fan. I know that the trade just happened, and uh, kind of want to ask you how do you feel about how do you feel about that trade, that first round pick, us getting Justin Fields, and uh, I don't even know who you guys got with our pick. Well, you guys got next year's pick too. Yeah, we took Kadarius Tony from Florida, which uh, okay. was high on everybody's uh, board after the uh, Waddle and Smith, and uh, once our four guys were gone, it was a great move by Gentleman. So he picked up your number one. That's why I hope you guys go one uh, zero and seventeen. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was pissed. Yeah, I'm. I, I was still picking a sixteen, but then it was a seventeen game. Yeah. So um, you know, Gettleman's never traded back, and he did. So uh, we got a few picks from the from the Bears. We got one this year, two next year. So we did a little bit over, and then at fifty, we took the linebacker from Georgia. He's and, a beast. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, he's got a little arthritis in the knee, but I guess he checked out. And nobody would have complained if we got, took him at 20, but to have him there at 50 was a score. And then the third pick, Aaron Robinson's a fucking hitter. So I'm looking forward to him. Then he throw in the 6'6 linebacker. I think he had a tremendous uh, draft. And uh, guys want to play for Judge, so I'm excited. Uh, where... Where are you on Daniel Jones? Do you like him? Love him. He's uh, yeah, Eli Manning's home, but with the better arm and legs. Isn't it so nice to not be a Jets fan? I, I think the Jets are turning it around finally. I think, uh, you know, I don't worry about um, – I, I don't hate the Jets. I think they turned around and were heading in the right direction. <clears throat> they finally got to write the GM and the coach might be uh, – the right coach finally. Um, yeah, I think they had a good draft. I think they're uh, going to be competitive. Oh, yeah. And then uh, i got to ask you about the Yanks this year. What do you think about the Yankees? I'm fucking soured on fucking baseball, you know. All the rule changes, taking a fucking all-star game out of Georgia and fucking, you know, if they're not – they won a few in a row, but if they're not fucking hitting home runs, they're striking out. Stan all of a sudden is hot, but – Judge is always hurt. It's a fucking hard sport to follow. It's annoying. And I'm it's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. I mean, it's not too fun on our end either. We're uh, we're Cubs fans, and then we got Frank the Tank. I don't know if he's going to come back, but he's a Mets fan. So, uh, you know, the Mets. I don't know how you feel about the Mets. Not a guy, huh? Not a Mets guy. Uh, I mean, I, I don't hate them again, but. I don't know. They just haven't hit their stride. Uh, I always thought they should have got Girardi. Yeah, Girardi's yeah, he's a stud. I thought the Cubs were supposed to get Girardi too. That would have been nice, but we ended up going with uh, David Ross. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he, he's okay. He's a good, uh, good old boy. He's a uh, you know play by the rules kind of guy, but whatever. Um, kind of want to switch it back up right before we let you go because I know you're a busy guy. Hey, how's right, it going, guys? everyone? Yep, it's uh, it's Frank. Came a little bit late, but here he is. Frank, you want to say hi again? How's everyone doing? I was just getting uh, out there doing some hot dog reviews today. What was the best hot dog? What hot dog review did you have? 
Uh, the best one was at a place called Bell's on the border of Belleville and Nutley. Today was actually not the best day. No? No. Yikes, big yikes, big yikes. Um, well, we have... Uh, I mean, uh, the, I mean, uh, the, the places you go, sometimes they can't always be the, uh, the top dog. Yeah, exactly. And that was on your episode of Raw Dog in it, right? Raw Dog? Yep. Hell yeah. Yep. For uh, Barstool Sports. So you guys can check that out on uh, for Frank the Tank uh, and Barstool Sports. You guys know where that is. That's everywhere. And, of uh, course, you could always go to my YouTube channel. Right. Frank the Tank uh, Fleming. Frank the Tank Fleming. There you go. Frank, we have Joe Ganascoli from Sopranos. You want to say hi to Joe? Joe, you want to How's say it going, to Joe? Uh, I'm in your old stomping grounds here. Where's that? Belleville, New Jersey. Oh, nice. Well, I'm oh, a yeah. Brooklyn boy, so I uh, was only there a few times. Yeah, well, when you were the TV show, of course, is heavily based in Belleville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cazarelli's? Is that Belleville? Uh, yeah, the funeral home. Uh, I yeah. think that was Cazarelli, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, well... The character you uh, you put the guy in that funeral home. I think I did, right? Yeah, that was uh, Jackie Junior. That was uh, that was shot in Belleville. That that funeral home. Right. Uh, we were actually in fact talking. the hot dog place I reviewed is actually like a couple of blocks from Cozzarelli. Oh, All right. that's awesome. We were actually just talking about a little bit of Yankees and a little bit of Mets. Uh, he's a Yankees fan. You're a Mets fan. I'm a fan of neither. You guys, uh, what do you, what do you guys think of uh, each other's teams? Well, I, I'm I'm I don't like the Yankees, but I'm not one of those Met fans. It's a blind Yankee hater. Okay, uh, I'm more concerned about how the Mets do, and uh, I hate the Phillies. I hate the Braves. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about that. What are the what, what are probably the top three shittiest teams that you guys hate out of all teams in all sports? Yeah. Lakers, Patriots, Braves. Joe? Uh, just the Eagles and Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. I can't stand the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, the Eagles, too, I'm not not the biggest fan of. And I got to go with... Um, well, how about the way they, the unprofessional manner that they handled that last playoff game, that last game of the season? With that schlub of a quarterback they put in there. Uh, wait, who again? Oh, the... Yeah, when they if they would have won the game, the Giants would have made the playoffs. Well, that was Peterson. It wasn't the Hurts. They got the Hurts. Oh, they the Nate Sudfeld, but they put. It yeah, on. that's the guy I'm talking about. The the schlub quarterback, Nate Sudfeld, yeah. who, who well, it cost him his job. So I'm glad. Yeah, did did yeah. truly did. Yeah. How do you guys feel about the upcoming season? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah. What do you project the record to be for the Giants? I say it every year, 12 and 4. 12 and 4? Yeah, that's what I got for the Bears, but you got my Bears. Well, it's actually 12 and 4 or 13 and 4? Yeah, well, now, yeah. Uh, can't get used to the 17 games. Dude, Joe, it's. And uh, who did the uh, Giants play their extra game against this year? Miami, I think. Yes, the Miami Dolphins. You're, you're a Dolphins fan, right, Frank? I'm a dolphin. Yes, I'm. A, I'm actually from New Jersey, but I'm a dolphin fan. How did that? How did that come about? Uh, one of the main reasons probably was Dan Marino. Yeah, Dan Marino's a fucking. As you fan. can see in the uh, the uh, behind me, I got the big old Dan Marino jersey. 
I know you guys have all these photos of all these nice things. I all I got is a couple mummies and uh and these things. Not really too too much anything special. Uh, now, one thing I remember about Joe Ganiscoli was, and I think, and I think, I think it was him that uh, when the Giants won the Super Bowl, you dyed your hit your dog blue. Correct. No shit. What kind of dog do you have? I had a uh, it was a Maltese. It was white, so made it easy to dye. I, I couldn't get a really dog blue. It looked like more like uh, the Tar Heels blue. Okay. Okay. But uh, uh, yeah, I remember. I remember you on. You're talking about that. You on like uh, like the Channel Five News, and you had your dog with uh, the, uh, the the blue uh, the blue dye. Yeah. I think what else I wanted to ask you before we let you go, uh, Joe. Um, have you watched The Sopranos? I know you were in it, but have you watched it? Um. No, nah, I don't really watch too much. I don't like seeing Jimmy, and I don't like watching myself and then I don't like the way I walked because of the pain I was in. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh and, and and you didn't know about that you needed the hip surgery until after the show, right? Right. How does it feel to walk the way that you were walking to versus the way you walk now? I have a friend that like he tells me the way that it like compared to how he was walking versus after the hip replacement. Life changing. How do you feel about it? Is it easier? Well, now I when I play golf, I walk the course. So, uh, one of the old before I got it, like every step was painful. Jeez, that's awful. Uh, but I, I'm glad that you're doing better. I'm glad that you're not in that pain anymore. That's um, yeah. Hell yeah. What was your favorite moment from the show? Uh, I mean. You know, anytime my big season, you know, season six, first part. Yeah, that was the first part. I, I still, I'm still in love with the, the little promo of the show that they did with the, the Thin Club. That's still, still going to be my, like one of my favorite scenes. Cause it was just like, dude, this is not Sopranos. This is, you know, it was something totally different. Uh, season six, uh, episode one, the first intro was like, what is this? You know, it was, no, uh, no, I remember that, uh, you had the you, you had one appearance before you were Vito, where you were in the bakery. Yes, we were just yeah. talking about that. Go ahead, Vito. What were you saying? Or Joe? Yeah, it was uh, Gino in the bakery. I mean, I, I, I thought that was one of the funniest scenes, especially that uh, Michael Imperiali got to shoot somebody in the foot. Yeah, that was the whole inside joke there. That's so fucking fun. Have you do you talk to um, Michael Imperiali anymore? Uh, no, not really. We text maybe a once in a blue moon, but not really. Oh, okay. I was just curious. I know. Now, uh, one thing, uh, one thing I remember Joe that he used to do all the time, he used to be on, uh, the sweater and the schmoozer. Wrap up show. Yeah. Um, with the, yeah. With, uh, the Steve Summers and, uh, Russ Salzberg on WFAN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was just Steve on Monday nights. It's, it's still going with just Steve. Uh, he he fills in. He's on at nights. Yeah. He you in. ever you ever go on anymore, or are you just you you done from it? Um, I did maybe a few months ago, maybe last year. He was mentioning me. I happen to be listening. Uh, I, I'm totally bored with sports talk now. I never pay attention. It's so uh, irrelevant to me now. The WFAN's quality has really hit the skids. I mean. Come on. I mean, 
the guys in the morning, it's pathetic. The 10 o'clock guys that I listen to. Uh, Cotton and uh, Roberts are pathetic. And, uh, you know, I, I, it doesn't interest me much. It's like, um, I mean, Mike Francesa, when he was in his prime, was the best. But he be just became he just became the angry old man his last five years. No, I couldn't stand him. I couldn't stand him. It's all nonsense. You know, there's a couple of good guys that I like. I find them, you know, like, you know, John Moore. You know, even uh, uh John Jastrzemski, I think he moved on. But it's all about gambling. And it's all like, yeah, it's a gambling. And, you know, Cotton rips off millions of people, millions of dollars to people and he gets another show. It's like, you know, I, you know. Now, here's something ironic uh, that you, uh, if you follow WFN, the Colts fan. Ralph from Belleville actually lives in my apartment complex, one floor above me. Oh, really? Yes. Holy shit. What are the odds of that? Hundreds to one. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of gambling. Yeah, right. Can't can't be talking odds right now. Um, All right. I want to ask you two more questions, Joe, before we leave. Uh, One, do you know how Tony died? Or do you know if Tony died? How how did you like the ending of the show? And do you know if he died? Yeah, I like the ending of the show, and I think that he didn't die. I think that the uh, door just closed and life went on. Frank, the I, last episode you disagreed with me. I, I I hard disagree. I I think that they they threw the hints all year that you never see the one that's coming, and the fact that they had such a jarring ending where they cut the black instead of the fade to black and the music playing over the credits. They did not play the music over the credits. Hmm. Um, I don't know about that, but I don't think they would kill him in front of his family. We're not Colombians. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The Italians do it better. Uh, Well, well, you know, the saying is uh, don't shit what you eat. Yeah, exactly. Don't shit what you eat. Uh, is every you guys are how much percent Italian are you, Frank? Uh twenty five percent. And uh Joe, you're hundred percent? Yeah. All right, so I'm like fifty percent. Quick story is uh my mom, they sent me home, I was like eight years old, they sent me home from school. I had a shirt on, it said Italian by injection. So my dad's hundred percent Italian, my mom's Irish. So the shirt meant, you know, hundred percent Italian. Or Italian by ejection. It was my mom's shirt. So I meant like, you know, like yeah, yeah, got the yeah. Italian injection. It's fucking disgusting. My I think uh, I told that story like four times a year. My uh my uh grandfather had a shirt. Uh I was born Irish, but I have an uh, Italian wife, so now I'm Italian. Exactly. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Uh and that's what that show is. The show, the the best part of the Sopranos was like them talking about how much like the, the mobsters are not part of the, uh, the Italian immigrants and the culture, and we are we are so much better than that. But that's what we love. We love the mobsters. We love the mob. Like we love that uh, that old school Italian. We love the good food. We love all that stuff. And um, it's crazy that you're part of the Italian mobster culture. You're part of the, the of that now. And uh, People love you. People love to see you. People love to hear from you. And uh, we just appreciate you coming on the Mikey Betts show. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure, Joe. Joey, I, I appreciate you as always. And uh, no th- no thanks problem. again, man. It, it, was, it was really awesome. 
you didn't have to do it. I told you a couple of pies would be sent your way. So uh, sooner than later, uh, I'll send you a couple uh, of Chicago pies. You know what? You know where I actually get my pizzas from? It's actually where? Pizza Land. Pizza Land. Uh, from the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I know. I literally live like a mile away from there. All right. Well, thank pizza? you. Thanks, ahead, guys. Bye. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Have a great day. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Day. See you later. Bye. See ya. All right, Frank, thank you for coming on a little bit later, but I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I just finished Raw Dogging. I just had a tough time. I actually bought a new computer that doesn't have a webcam, so I have to buy a new cam- a, a webcam. So I'm still, but, so I'm using this on my work computer. Well, if it makes you feel better, I got my computer stolen out of my, uh, out of my car in the city of Chicago. Someone broke into my, my, my back window on my birthday and stole my laptop. Happy birthday to you. Happy okay. birthday to you. Happy birthday to Mikey. Your computer is gone. Yeah, literally, dude. It, it sucks, but you know what? It is. Dear really- Mikey, I got your computer. I got all your information. Give me $10,000. Exactly. What the fuck am I supposed to do without my computer, you know? But I'll just get another one. It's not like it has anything important on it. Just uh, all my interviews, I guess. All my old interviews with everybody. It's got my old, my first Jim McMahon interview. So that that sucks. But other than that... They you know he was born in New Jersey, Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon was born in Jersey? Yes. The last time you were on the show, we talked about um, Gary, Indiana athletes. Should we do a quick run-through for New Jersey athletes? Uh, I guess there's a few that you could go through. Yeah, let's see. I don't even know. Well, uh, the best player in baseball is from uh, New Jersey. Babe Ruth? No, the best current player in baseball. Oh, Mike Trout? Yes. No shit. Yep, he's from South. He's not from North Jersey. He's from South Jersey. He's from the Pine Barrens area, which, of course, is uh, where they uh, lost the interior decorator. The Russian. Oh, wait. Whatever happened to the, the Russian intern? Is he still working at Barstool? He never was hired. Yeah, they, they he should, wanted to they, he wanted to be hired. He's just very weird, and they just brought him on the show one day. They definitely should have called the cops on that guy. Definitely I think if he comes to get around again, they will. But hey, what did you think about Joe? Did you think he had other places to be? <laughs> sure, sounded like it. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh, he's fucking was bored of us. Oh, he he did not want to be on that on this Zoom call anymore. Oh, he's wondering what if. And I'm asking him questions about uh, WFAN, and, uh, and and you notice what he said. It's all about the betting. Isn't your show all about the betting? Bro, Frank, tell me why I was literally thinking. I was like, dude, this is called the Mikey Betts Show. Does this guy not understand that this show is all about betting? He's like straight up talking shit about betting. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was his problem? Whatever. That's an Italian for you. Yeah, you did that. that <laughs> I noticed that. Oh man, I, I like I started turning red. I'm gonna look in the recording. I'm gonna put on Twitter. Uh, I saw when he was talking about the gambling. I was like, he's like, all oh, they talk about is gambling, this and that, that shit, blah blah blah. And I was like, man, whatever. But, well, I had uh, other famous athletes from New Jersey. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. No shit, Shaq is from Yogi Berra. Well, he lived in New Jersey. He do He's from St. Louis originally. Oh, okay, okay. New Jersey athletes. 
Athlea Gibson. I don't even know uh, who the fuck. She, uh, uh, that's Althea Gibson. She was born in South Carolina. But she lived in uh, East Orange. Yes. There's actually a statue of her in, um, on the Belleville North border. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, she was a tennis star. She's the first African-American tennis player to win Wimbledon. Oh, wow. Holy shit. That's awesome. Good for her. Good she for her. was, uh, she was Venus Williams before, uh, Venus and Serena Williams, uh, 50 years before Venus and Serena, well, 40 years before Venus and Serena's career began. That's badass. She was, uh, she was, uh, she won, uh, Wimbledon in like 1950 something, like 57, 58. What about Vince Lombardi from New Jersey? Born Vince in Brooklyn. Lombardi, born in Brooklyn, but at one time lived, lived in New Jersey, was a, uh, high school coach in New Jersey. I think he might even be buried in New Jersey. Uh, not too far from the Meadowlands is the Vince Lombardi rest area. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Um, Dennis Rodman from Trenton, New Jersey? Uh, yeah, but I don't think he lived in New Jersey that long. Um, his, his New Jersey experience is more like my uh, a connection to uh, Montana. How long were you in Montana for? About uh, less than a year. What were you doing out there? I forgot. Born. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're just being alive, trying to survive. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, you know what? I yeah, of... uh, yeah, Vincent Barty's actually buried at Mount Olivet Cemetery in New Jersey. It's pretty cool. I went to uh, Al Capone's cemetery, his grave. His grave is in the same, uh, the same place where my grandfather is. So, whenever I go see uh, my grandpa. Well, not every time, but once in a while, I'll go see out the Al Capone grave, which is pretty badass, you know. Yeah, he's he's buried. Uh, 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 Vincent Barty's buried in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey, or Mid- Middletown, New Jersey, which is near Red Bank. Um, I'm trying to see who else. Um, Chuck Webner. I don't know who that is. Uh, Chuck Webner. He's the Bayonne bleeder. He's a what? He was a boxer known as the Bayonne Bleeder. Oh, that's dope. What year was he uh was he in there? He had a fight against Muhammad Ali and knocked Muhammad Ali down. So he knocked him out or he just knocked him down? Knocked him down. Okay. Watching the fight was a young actor named Sylvester Stallone, who was felt so inspired by the fight of Chuck Webner that he wrote the movie Rocky. No shit. He is the real Rocky. No shit. I had no idea. And uh, in fact, he sued Stallone. And I think Stallone eventually settled out of court. Gave him some money. Of course he did. But uh, he is basically the uh, the real Rocky. The inspiration for the movie Rocky. That's fucking awesome. Good for him. Good for him. Good for Sir Russell Silva. Thank God he was there. Who would have known if we would have ever got a Rocky one, two, three, or four, or six? Because I don't count five. Because five sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, five is horrible. Five, is, five, five, five is so bad. When five ended, I literally it was just dumbfounded. I was like, "Dude, what the fuck is this? This is, you know, this makes no sense to me." Um. Oh, I do have a little bit of inside uh, information on why. Dude, he might... 
Here's Chuck Chuck Webner tried out for a um a uh, um, to be a, a sparring partner of Rocky and Rocky Two, but failed the audition because he uh, was um, wired on uh, coke. Huh. I wonder why he didn't make it. He went to uh, he he did some time in prison, and ironically, he was serving in prison that was uh, where uh, Sylvester Stallone was shooting a movie. Of course, he was. I feel and, like. Uh, and uh, he he also fought uh, Andre the Giant once, and uh, ESPN actually did a thirty for thirty about him, called the real Rocky. Really? Yep. I'll check it out. Um, speaking of ESPN thirty for thirty, have you seen a lot of those or no? I've seen a few of them here and there. I I know you gotta have seen the uh, Mr. Big Shot. Have you seen that one? Which one was that? That's where the guy bought the Islanders. Oh yes, I did. Oh my gosh, that was the biggest pyramid scheme if there is one I've ever seen. That's fucking badass. I, I he was he was making a hundred thousand dollars and he bought the team because he he added an extra comment to his name or his uh, net worth. Must be nice, huh? What would you yes. do if you owned, let's say, the Mets? First thing, fire uh, the uh, manager. Yeah. I've been seeing your tweets, man. They're not they're not the uh they're not the happiest. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's it, it, it's misery today. Yeah, when you win, you just feel relief. Right, right. But that sucks, dude. You should like it's one of those things where your team's so good that they better win. And if they don't win, you know, you're talking about it, it's a bad thing. Versus where back in the day it used to be like, oh my gosh, we got a fucking game. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are, you're supposed to win. And if you don't win, it's like, what, what's going on here? And uh, I, I know the biggest problem is they got no heart. The team has no, no, they heart. don't. No, they don't. Do you, uh, do you see them going anywhere um, on the trade block? See, see, we'll you know? see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we could transition into football really quick. What did you think about that, uh, that Dolphins pick, the defensive end? Uh, uh, well, the, he's had an injury history, but hopefully he'll stay healthy. And, uh, I think, uh, it, it might be a good pick. Yeah, I, think, I, I think if he didn't have that injury, uh, history. He probably would have won higher. Yes. Probably would have went way higher. How else have you been? How else has been, uh, raw dog been? I know your, uh, your other Well, podcast. I shot three raw dogs today. Okay. And they weren't exactly the best raw dogs. You had three hot dogs today, right? Yep. Well, and you said which one was the best? Uh, Bell's was the best. Okay, okay. Yeah, here it is. Webner sued uh, Stallone in 2003, saying that he didn't get any money and wanted some money for being the inspiration for his life. Aw, too bad. And Stallone settled out the lawsuit like three years later for an undisclosed amount of money. Yeah, I mean, how much money did Rocky make? I mean, there's oh, lots. Creed. Yeah, Creed is making money now. By the way, here's <laughs> another one for you. Uh, Carl Lewis is from New Jersey. Carl Lewis is. Yep. Good for him. What the fuck? New Jersey. New Jersey has a lot of hidden talent there. Kyrie's from New Jersey. Who? Kyrie wow. Irving. Oh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I know he's from New Jersey. 
Yeah, that's badass. Rick Barry. Meanwhile, the Nets are completely falling apart now. They're about to lose their fifth straight. Let's talk about them because my Knicks, they just fucking blew out. Well, obviously I'm a Bulls fan, but Knicks are my second team on the East Coast. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. They they just got blown out. Yeah, and the Nets, yeah, they suck. They're about to lose right now. They're about to lose to the, the Mavericks. Well, no, I don't think so. They might make this comeback. Um, nope. They're, they, no, they're completely falling apart. Never mind. It's 99 to 104. How do you completely fall apart, though? You you can't. You physically can't. Unless there's a curse in just the state of New Jersey, how do you fall apart against when you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Blake Griffin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Because I, I knew it was going to happen. They're going to get limited. They're going to get bounced in the first round. I don't think so. I think they're going to get into the second round. But I do think that the Knicks are going to definitely get to the – I don't know if they're going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals if the Nets stand in the way. But when, when the Nets are fully healthy, too, come on, you got to understand. That's a t- totally different team. Look at James Harden. James Harden is a stud. The record well, he hasn't played in like a month now. Yeah, exactly. But you know he'll come back during playoff time. So it's like the LeBron thing. All these guys now, they just are gonna they're gonna diddly daddle the whole regular season. Nobody's gonna care about stats anymore. And then once they're in the playoffs, it's go time. Well the fucking regular season in the NBA, it feels like it's lasted uh, ten years. This season, right? This season feels like it lasted forever, especially uh I mean, I haven't seen the bowl. I mean they should have cut. They, they should have played ten fewer games than they've had played. Did you see that? Uh, you're not a LeBron fan, are you? I hate LeBron. Me too. So, did you see that thing where um, he was like, "Whoever fucking made up that that tournament better be fired." And then they yep. go back a year later. It was him who made? He was like, he he made the suggestion to like do a tournament. He was like, "Yeah, that you know." So, All right, uh, I got to get my shoes off and go relax, Frank. Yeah, relax for the rest of the night. Yeah, I need to go relax too. I need to go finish watching this Bulls game. Go relax and uh, give myself a drink. All right, guys. Uh, let me uh, just say thank you to Joe Ganascoli for coming on the show, even though we kind of didn't want to be here, uh, right, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also want to thank Frank. Frank, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, and uh, I'll talk to you soon again. Uh, thank you for always singing on my show as well. Appreciate you for always coming on. All right. See you later. All right. See you, brother. Bye. All right. Well, uh, well, Chris, what did you think? It was something, wasn't it? <laughs> it was something. I That Toya, man, that guy's crazy, isn't he? Mm, one of the craziest. <laughs> Dude, this whole time I thought it was Toya that we were interviewing, but it was fucking Joe Ganascoli. Was it not? I mean, you. there are slight similarities. There definitely are slight similarities between Joe and uh, Joe. I mean, they got the same name for Christ's sake. Joe and Joe, yeah. Not that. Imagine that. Imagine that podcast. Uh, yeah, pretty good listen, huh? Dude, I swear, bro. Like the guy was answering. Like, hey, so how was your time on The Sopranos? Good. What do you think and happened? Our, and then our technical hey, technical issues. Our technical issues were not even us. You know what? Frank actually saved that interview. I don't even care what anybody says. Hello? Hello? 
Why can't I hear anything? Yeah. I love him. He's uh he's something else. Yeah, he definitely saved that interview. That was uh Yeah. Oh, that was tough. My own. Let's transition to another interview. All right, guys, let's transition into our next guest. Uh, our next guest is uh, from Addison and uh, Chicago. This is AB. All right, guys, uh, this is my favorite part of the podcast. We have the best part, actually, I want to call it. It's called the Chicago's Finest, and we have uh, one of my good friends, one of my old friends, actually, I should say, is uh, AB, Anthony Beltrano. Uh, we're going to find out what he does, who he is, what he's about, and uh, what sports he likes, what he likes to talk about in Chicago, and what gets him going, and uh, what pisses him off. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. What's up, AB? How you been? Uh, it's an honor to be on the Mikey Betts Show, man. been uh, listening to a couple of the old episodes and just hearing you guys BS. There's a lot of Addison in your guys' voices. So anytime I uh, get a chance to listen to you guys and then I compare it to our podcast, uh, I don't know if it's just being a Chicago fan or being somebody from Addison, but there's a lot of similarities. And uh, right now, I guess a lot of optimism with uh, the Bears, to say the least. Well, hell yeah. And also, how about Mike, uh, Mikey Betts, the scumbag, didn't even uh, plug in your podcast. Oh. You want to you wanna promote your podcast a little bit? Oh, it's, don't it's booming as well. Uh, we are at the Chicago Crossover. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Shy Crossover one Yeah, we, uh, we've been doing it now for a few years, a little bit longer than you. Um, it's been, it's been a wild ride. We've been with a couple different networks, but I think we found our home here with the State Again Network. And uh, just like you, man, we're, uh, we're just having fun on there, shooting the you-know-what. Uh, going to have to try and keep it a little PG-13 here. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I, uh, I got my professional life, so some of us uh, when we're on air, we have to keep it a little bit cleaner, unfortunately. No, of course, of course. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. What, 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 uh, what is life like for AB after AT? Oh, Ooh, that man. was pretty smooth, wasn't that? that was yeah, that was, that was smooth. Uh, you know, I played a little college ball, always stuck around, obviously, as you know, when you and I used to shoot the crap about sports and everything. So uh, always stick, stuck on with sports. And uh, unfortunately, these Chicago sports, a lot more lows rather than highs. Although some people would argue we've been spoiled having the Blackhawks and the Cubs. But uh, I think, you know, Mike, uh, as we've talked uh, sports many, many times, this is a uh, Bears and Bulls town, at least for us in our eyes. So uh, a lot Always. more lows, a lot more lows than highs recently with those teams. It's a lot of pain, dude. Especially, especially knowing where how high we were and how close we were to. Um, let's talk about the Bulls first. Oh man! Uh, as far as it is for the Bulls, the Derrick Rose era, we went through all that, and that was probably the prime for us. Like those were yeah. the high school years, and and just like the years that you're supposed to be, you're the all-time fan. You know, you like. It just sucks. Yeah. But, uh, uh, question for you: Are you are you rooting for uh, the Rose and the, the Thibodeau uh, Knicks here right now? I almost said the Bulls. Are you rooting oh, for the Knicks? My guy, this is a fun fact you might not know about me, but I have been a lifelong Knicks fan since I, thought, I was I a kid. I think I remember that. I think I remember. Yeah. That. Yeah, I'm a Bulls and a Knicks fan. It's probably the most. I love misery, basically. So, uh, dude, um, I, root for, I root for the Raiders in football. So I I, I know pain. I know misery. Really. You're a Raiders fan? Oh wait, yeah, I think I remember. Wasn't yeah, you dead? Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, I saw the uh, the NFL preseason power rankings and uh, slotted right in at 19 and 20, where the Bears and Raiders in that order. So, dude, I don't know. Where do you think the Bears are going to go this year? Do you think they're they're going to have any <sighs> any progress? They, uh, they, they love being right in the middle of the pack, so they'll be in the hunt towards the end of the year. 
right floating around eight and eight, eight and nine, nine and eight, right in that area. They'll probably sneak themselves either right back into the playoffs or be right just out there mm-hmm. and probably just enough to bring everybody back and run it back one more time. Well, I, f- I feel like we're always stuck in uh, football purgatory. Right? There's football yeah. hell, football heaven, and then there's purgatory. It's like, dude, we're never – we're like the Cowboys. We're always in the eight and eight kind of uh, season, seven and nine. Never – if we do have an above average, we always get bounced. Um, this Justin Fields, though, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot different. A lot different – it's a huge difference, the feel yeah. in Chicago. There's a lot more confidence than a uh, – and when Mitch got drafted, what are your yeah. thoughts on, uh, on, on Justin Fields? You know, I, I like the pick at where the bears got him at 11. Uh, you talk about giving up a first round draft pick and a third rounder uh, for next year. You know, and I, the one thing I did like that a lot of people were complaining about is that they didn't give up any more picks this year. They, they did give up some picks in the future, but it was yes. very comparable. It was very comparable to what the chiefs had to give up for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm not saying that Justin Fields is going to be Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, if you look back at what the Chiefs had to give up to move up, I did, I believe it was seven or nine slots, just like the Bears, moving from 20 to 11. You know, you, you give up a future one, but I, do you think the Chiefs are looking back saying, hey, I wish we had that extra first-round draft pick uh, instead of Patrick Mahomes? So, uh, again, it, with these quarterbacks, I'm sure you heard the stats. I'm sure all your listeners and everybody that knows football, the, the, the rate of hitting on a first-round quarterback is right around 50%. And I heard something the other day, uh, I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but they were talking about first, you know, they were talking about quarterbacks. And I don't know if you know this, but 20 of the 32 quarterbacks starting in the league right now are first round quarterbacks projected to start this year, are first round quarterbacks. Wow. And if we look at the AFC alone, that's 14 out of 16. So first round quarterbacks, you could say what you want that you can get a guy in the second or third round. The higher hit rate is obviously in the first round. Yeah, I, I... I'm looking back right now, thinking about it. The last second or third round quarterback I get, can think of, I mean, besides Brady, that's going to be a starter. That's one to name one of them that is not a first round draft pick. Um, Russell Wilson. Russell yeah. Wilson was a what, third round. Yeah, Russell just, Wilson. Unfortunately, Derek Carr. Uh, that one comes to mind as well. But he was early, early, early second round. Uh, Wait, I kind of want to talk about Derek Carr. What are your thoughts on him? I love Derek Carr, to be honest. Dude, and that's the one thing I don't understand. I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of Raiders beat writers, and it's always, you know, the Raiders weren't sold on Derek Carr, and now it seems like he's the only thing that they have going for them because the Raiders, you know, they make every head-scratching move in the book. Three first-round draft picks a couple of years ago, and only one has really passed, panned out with Josh Jacobs. You know, they take the Cleveland Farrell. They take the safety uh, early in what I think it was the 28th pick overall, and he can't even stay on the field, and he ends up giving the game-winning touchdown last year against the Chiefs on Sunday night. So you talk about a team that makes head-scratching moves, probably the, the biggest head-scratcher of them all in the first round this year, Alex Leatherwood. Derek Carr, to me, uh, I think there, there's a, a high ceiling on him, meaning that he is a good quarterback, but, you know, or excuse me, there's a high floor on him, but the ceiling is very low. So I think you're, you're going to squeeze out just what we saw out of him last year. Uh, I, I don't think he's the type of quarterback that's going to lead you to a Super Bowl. I think they've already gotten the most out of they can with him. You know, unfortunately for Derek Carr, he just happens to play in the same division as Patrick Mahomes and now Justin Herbert. They should, uh, I hear the rumors of Aaron Rodgers, maybe uh, maybe gets bounced over there. What oh, do we don't think? Get me too, don't get me too excited, man. I, I think it's more likely he ends up in Denver. I think so, too, because Denver is just a sweet spot, with, especially with Fangio. Yeah. And, oh, dude, they, sweet they spot. They take care of their quarterbacks over there. 
bad. And you know, Fangio's going to let him run the offense. He's not going to care. He's like, all right, whatever you want to hey, do. Step, step in, step in, and uh, just do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah, yeah. You're asking me to do my job, and I still get paid. That's no problem. That's Absolutely. the most Italian thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it, baby. I love it. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. How's everything so, uh, going with you, though, man? How's how's the podcast going for you guys? I, I love what you guys do. I love the Mikey Bed segments you guys do with the NBA picks. I've actually, uh, I haven't told you this, but I, I played a couple of the ones that you guys have played. But man, the NBA this year has just been such a dud trying to pick games. It's hard. There's a lot of landslides for them, um, yeah. and it's it's just, and especially because there's so many back to backs that it's so hard to reject these games uh, because you think that you you. Okay, they just won the other day. They just put up these stats. They're probably going to repeat it. And no, it's the exact opposite. So, yeah, uh, it's crazy. But yeah, we we are loving the podcast. We're, we love doing it. Uh, we're working with a couple of networks right now too. Um, you know, uh, just do it, do, doing a lot of stuff. And then uh, I just got my casino license as well, yeah. uh, my sports betting license in New Jersey. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's actually, yeah, That's it's actually really cool. cool. Mike and, uh, yeah, off, yeah, you can actually use the, uh, I can plug it right now. You can use the Mikey Betts promo code, Mikey Betts on Sugar House Casino in New Jersey. Uh, you can, it's a match. You put, uh, anything up to $250, you can get a match. So let's say you put in 50 bucks, you get 50 back. You put in 250, you get 250 back. Uh, we're extending it. Uh, can't really talk too much, but might be, <laughs> uh, Rivers Casino because Rivers Casino is associated with, um, rivers casino philadelphia who works with sugar house casino so it's exciting it's really exciting it's fun um i like it because i I, i've been doing this shit since or stuff i've been doing this stuff you can can do whatever you want i just don't know who's gonna be listening from the addison world i'm gonna cut it out don't worry i'll I'll keep this pg don't worry i don't care go ahead keep going yeah screw it right all right i've been doing this shit since i was like a kid dude i've been i remember like they would want me to pay attention in school. Obviously, that's what teachers do. They want you to pay attention, right? That's that's what you're supposed to do. You know, and I would have a book. I would have a book, and I would just be writing these stats of, like, the games at night and, like, who's going to be playing. And and it, it was just – even fantasy fo- football, like, I would always be writing stats down like a, like, like a loser. And uh, and my mom would always yell at me, you know, you should be doing your homework, not these, watching these games. And it's like, hey, well. Yes, like who's laughing now, kind of. No, no, I'm just kidding, but it, it's fun. You turned into a nice little side hustle you got right now, man. I, it is, I, yeah, it's fun. It's a nice little side hustle, and it's um, it's not even for a side hustle. It was just for just for fun because I like uh, I like talking to people and I like uh, like getting to know more. So what's up with fun. these uh, what's up with these BS laws that they got now? You have to go to these casinos to log in, and then you know if you didn't get it in within that first six months. Is that something you think is going to change or do you think that this is the way it's going to be for a while now? So uh, it's going to be changing because Pritzker is going to take so much backlash. You uh, it, you can't do that. They saw how much money they made with the revenue um, with Illinois. I forgot how much it was, but it was yeah. an insane amount. Well, I saw, much- I saw the handle in March was like alone 630 plus million dollars. Right. And it's, it's a cash cow. So what are you doing if you're putting any limits on that, that it's hurting it? You know, I, I understand you have to put limits and, and restrictions on certain things, but that really has nothing to do with anything. They want you to be, you have to, for Rivers, you have to go to the casino. You have to be in the parking lot, connect to the Wi-Fi, and then you, like, to me, so, I don't know. So, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Pritzker needs to, to fix that ASAP. New well, Jersey, I mean, it's, it's a lot different process. But in Illinois, fact, uh, we can't bet on we can't bet on Illinois athletics either. High the college athletics. Imagine yeah. you know that number in Illinois. If we were allowed to bet on Northwestern, if we were allowed to bet on U of I and Loyola while they were in the tournament, how much more money that state of Illinois would have made? Yeah, dude, you have to go to um, you have to go to another Horseshoe. offshore account. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we don't do offshore accounts here. No, absolutely we, not. We don't. No, we don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's um fun. It's cool. Uh, the casinos. Though JB Pritzker definitely needs to speed up the process because he's seen how much money it's making. It's definitely new, um, but everybody should try betting once in a while. Just don't be, don't get uh, foolish with it. Right? Yes, one eight hundred gambler. Anybody or anyone you know or you has a problem with gambling, call one eight hundred gambler. Absolutely. Uh, oh yeah, I do. So uh, I think I wonder. I forgot what else I wanted to ask you. Are you a Cubs guy or a Sox guy? Dude, to be honest with you, I, I, I root for both teams just because they wear that Chicago across their chest. But yeah. when, when push comes to shove, it's just baseball to me, to be honest with you. Right, uh, dude. All right, we're the same. I'm, yeah. I, yeah. I'm a football and a basketball guy. I'm, I always have been. I always will be. Yep. I'll always try to like it. I'll always be there for the game and root yep. for them. But at the end of the day, like, if you're not the Bulls or the Bears, I'm not that into it. You know? I, I enjoy going to the games. I enjoy rooting for both teams. You know, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll jump in the bandwagon for them, the Hawks. Like, you know, as we get closer to the postseason, obviously the Hawks won't be there this year. But uh, I just – I'm so focused, like you talked about, and like I talked about at the beginning of this, you know, on the Bulls and the Bears, I put so much – you know, I don't want to see emphasis on them. But, you know, I pay so much attention to the NBA and the NFL that by the time, you know, baseball season is in full swing here, it's like the weather's finally turning for the nice and – I'm already sports out just waiting for September and, you know, October to roll around. We can get back into football talk. Well, that's why I like this. Uh, I like the COVID schedules and I hate to say it. I was talking to Danny Mack about this um, maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I heard you guys uh, talk about this exact thing. Yeah. I might sound like a dick, but you know, that was the best thing out of COVID. Like we literally got basketball in the summer. We got football right after we got basketball right after football. Like it was just, back-to-back-to-back sports and uh well and and on top of it you had basketball all day some of the games started at like 12 1 o'clock it almost college-esque it was so fun it was so fun but once in a lifetime probably man yeah yeah it's not gonna happen i I think that they're gonna change the schedule but like we talked about it's it's gonna be it's gonna take a while i got got bad news I, i don't think they're gonna change the schedule i think it's gonna go back i think i think part of the reason why the ratings were so low was that it became very political in the sense that a lot of people didn't agree with the messages that were being put out, but also that it just happened to fall on an election year. So a lot of people right. were, were faced on that. And I think the NBA kind of realized that for the next season, the 21-22 season, that they're going to shift the calendar back to the way that it was because they kind of used that as an experiment. And it, as much as we both would love that calendar, I, I don't think it's going to be back in that four-minute. Dang, dang. Yeah, okay, who's the source? Who said it? Well, it's been on a bunch of podcasts. I listen on my free time, like I'm sure you do and everybody else does. I listen to the big NBA podcasts, you know, Bill Simmons, uh, you know, I listen to the Ringer, their series of podcasts and a bunch of other NBA podcasts. And it just seems like all the hosts were, were all for it. But what it does is it, it takes away that time from the players that they get to spend with their kids being off. Yeah. Also the people that work for the media, 
you know, their, their chance to get away is the summer. And now you take that away from them. A lot of them don't like that as well. And let's be honest, Mike, when it's 85 degrees outside and, and a day in Chicago, we don't get many of those days here. Uh, maybe, maybe twenties right. in total. So I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to spend my, my Friday, Saturday or Sunday sitting inside watching basketball as much as we love it. Unless I'm at a outdoor place and enjoying some adult beverages, watching some games. Right. Right. Yeah. Not a fan, uh, 85 degree weather. I'm going to be outside spending it, uh, yeah, or exactly. it might be in the AC watching the game if uh, I gain a couple extra pounds, but definitely, uh, definitely trying to trim it down. So I'll be outside. Hey man, we're all trying um, to do that these days. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I appreciate having you on AB. It was always a pleasure talking yeah, to you. I talked to you so long. Yeah, we're going like, to uh, gonna get you on the, the crossover here in a couple of weeks. We, uh, hell yeah. recording that we got going on already, uh, that's going to be put on this week, but, uh, we want some picks, especially, uh, we like doing NBA futures for the playoffs, you know, looking at series, um, and we'll, we're definitely, when the seedings get all put in after the play in here in a couple of weeks, we'll get you on and do some NBA futures with you. Uh, we'll check out some series that you like, you know, obviously the one that everybody's going to be very interested in is I think the Lakers are going to get in, you know, but in the first round, are they going to be the favorites being that six, seven or eight seed versus, you know, whether it's a Phoenix, whether it's a, uh, an LA Clippers team or whether it's a Utah jazz team right now playing without Donovan Mitchell, um, so it's, we're going to definitely yeah. get you on for some of your picks for that. Hell yeah, dude. I appreciate it. And uh, where can they find you? Where can they uh, follow you? Anywhere that you guys get your podcasts, we are at Chicago Crossover. And then, of course, anywhere on social media, we are at CHI Crossover number one. All right, guys. There you go. That's uh, Anthony Beltrano, a.k.a. AB, a.k.a. Uh, host of the Chicago Crossover. So you guys can check that out ASAP. And um, before, before or after, after you check me out, though. Um, after, and listen to this. No, I'm just kidding. They come to you for um, the picks and come to us from the uh, with the uh, reviews of the games and all that. Yeah, and and the, yeah, exactly. So, all right, dude, I appreciate you having you on, and uh, thanks again. Thanks again. All right, Mike. All right, see you, brother. All right, guys. Uh, Chris, you want to transition into the betting series, the Mikey Betts betting part of the show? Let's. Get it going. Where can the where can the listeners get your advice from? Where can they go listen, see everything you're tweeting, posting, betting on? Well, first you can find me at MikeyBets.com. You can also find me at uh, at Real Mikey Bets on Twitter. You can find me at, at Real Mikey Bets on Instagram. You can find me at Real Mikey Bets on Facebook. Uh, and if you want to listen to us, what you're doing right now, you're going to find us on all your podcast streaming devices. So uh, go ahead and do that. But with that being said, I do want to get into the plays for Thursday night. We're going to skip over Wednesday night. Um, we're going to go straight to Thursday night. I do like the Knicks over the Spurs. I do like the Bulls over the Raptors because you have Kyle Lowry out. Uh, it's 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 going to be a, a slaughter. I would even take the spread minus four and a half. I don't even know why they would even give them four and a half right there. Um, I would go for Suns Trailblazers. I would go with Suns minus three and a half. Trailblazers are hot right now. They're forty and twenty nine, doing great. But uh, I got to go with the Suns. The Suns are they're they're picking up. The chemistry is going at the same time at the right time, so it's it's going good. Um, let's move to Friday. Friday, I want to go to uh, a later game, the latest game, Pelicans-Warriors. I feel like these teams played each other about 10 times this year. Uh, it's going to be another back-to-back for them. 
Zion is out. Going to probably shut him down for the year. The year's almost over. We're going to go with uh, with the Warriors, uh, dude. Steph Curry is on fire. He wants to get into the playoffs. He's almost there, and uh, he's he's got stuff to prove. You know, he's proven a lot of the haters wrong. They're thirty six, thirty three. It's going to be a hard journey. I don't. Even, but yeah, I'm going to take them on the money line. Um, let's go to Saturday. I would hammer it on the Bulls. Psych. I'm not hammering on the Bulls. Uh, I would definitely uh, take the spread plus seven and a half. I don't know why there's such a huge spread on the Nets. Uh, unless James Harden comes back for some weird, weird reason. I don't see it happening. We can move it to hockey for Sunday, uh, May 16th. We've got the Flames versus the Canucks. I really want to go with... This is going to be a head-to-head game. Um, the Flames have 49 points. The Canucks have 45 points uh, all year. It's a head-to-head team. Flames are 23, 26, and 3. Canucks are 21, 26, and 3. These these teams, you can put a mirror against these guys, and you wouldn't even know the difference. Thank God they have different jerseys on, uh, but I'm going to go with the Flames. Uh, Flames money line on that. Move that to Tuesday. You have the same back-to-back game. I don't even want to take a chance on a back-to-back game, so I'm not even going to hit anything in hockey. Um, but we can move it to Tuesday, the 18th, for baseball. And uh, if you want to look at another later game, we'll go with the Yankees versus the Rangers. Another one of those teams where they're kind of stuck in the middle. They don't really know what's going on. Our, uh, the chemistry is off. Yanks are 18 and 16. Rangers are 18 and 20. Uh, I'm going to hammer the Yankees on this one. I feel like they're finally starting to click midseason. Judge, if he can stay healthy, uh, we can see where they go. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay with the Yanks on this one. And uh, that's the best for the week. Thank you for listening. Uh, Chris, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to say? Well, I wanted to ask you, uh, the Bulls, don't the Bulls look a little bit different with Levine and Vucevic since Levine has been back since his injury? You drew me back to where I belong. Yes, I do. I really do like how the Bulls look. Um, what the last three games with Kobe as a starter, they're three, and zero, and, uh, they're averaging 20 a piece, a little bit over 20 a piece. I think, I think they're finally hitting besides the Nets game, which was Tuesday night. Um, their chemistry looks good, Chris. I, I like it a lot. I feel like you're finally seeing the progress of the trade. And, uh, unfortunately, right. this is what you signed Nets, up for. Yeah, this is what we did sign up for. And, uh, you know, this is the kind of the GM I like. You know, you, you you see something you don't like, you evaluate it, you make a move. You don't just wait and ponder and hope and hope and hope. You you go, you know. It's uh it's a bear market. No, it's a bull market, and this guy is definitely a bull, you know. Right. And, uh, I love you go, it. But, you go into the offseason with a array of optimism after watching these past few games for sure. Yeah, of course. And then you can look forward to the, the, the offseason. You have a promise for teams to look at the Bulls and say, hey, this is a place I want to go. Finally, there's this place is uh, turning around. Um, you'll have players recruit as well. And that's the difference between uh, the early decade, uh, or not even early decade, the early 20, 2010 Bulls. Um, you know, they, they didn't want to recruit. Even uh, like Zach Levine, I feel like he he'd be able to recruit. And I gotta stop going back to the 2010 days. I feel like a meathead uh, when I talk about it. But a little scarred, a little scarred, dude. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, 
when I tell people when to see my tats, I tell them about uh, Derek Rose's ACL tear. Good, uh, good conversation starter. Yeah, especially in the club. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, no, uh, not not I'll me let, anymore. No club. Right. Me. I was gonna say I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you start to get yourself ready for the week. I know you're heading out a little later he's, in this he's week. He's probably not gonna listen. He's probably not gonna listen until afterwards. But uh, so yeah, got, Mikey. Mikey Betts has uh, some big moves going. Uh, big, uh, big trip for Mikey Betts. Hence, why we uh, the show felt like the show felt like we might might have been going 100 miles an hour. Um, but yeah, I'm literally just, recording from the gym, bro. But uh, you know what? This this weekend is going to be great, and uh, the yeah, month of May is going to be great for for the Mikey Betts show, and it's going to be a fun month. For sure. Well, we'll look real quick before I let the listeners go. We have next week, we have uh, the Philly Godfather, Chris and Dave Kaplan coming on the show. Uh, we're all going to have a nice little panel. We're going to talk betting, sports, and uh, everything in between. So, can't wait to hear uh, hear from you, Chris. See you next week. Can't wait to talk to you or from, hear from you guys. See what you guys have to say on Twitter. And uh, can't wait to talk to you guys. All right. Love you guys. And uh, Mikey, you're out. See you, Chris. Peace.